Kim Billick is a women's empowerment and sexual health coach. She helps women connect to their body and align their hormone health so they can be a badass in all areas of their life. Kim is also a Reiki master, yoga therapist, occupational therapist, author of Womb Wisdom Journal, and host of the podcast Power and Pleasure, all things women's health uncensored. Please join me in giving Kim Bellick a warm welcome to our show. So tonight I am joined by Kim Bellick. She is a Reiki master, an occupational and yoga therapist, as well as a sexual health coach. So excited to have her on. Kim, can you say hi to our audience? Hello, everybody. And Lauren, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to have this conversation here tonight. Yeah, me too. I'm so interested in your story and your background, how you got into yoga therapy, Reiki, sex therapy and coaching. Can you tell me all about your history? Yeah, so I'll give you the short, long story. Um, so I'm originally from Canada, actually, currently living in Los Angeles, about to move to Florida, as I shared with you earlier. But um, it's 11 years ago, I got my master's in occupational therapy. So I've always like had this passion about the body and how it works. And but the real drive towards uh, and then actually when I moved to L.A., I got into yoga and then that's when I started studying yoga therapy, which is I kind of say is like personal training for yoga. You really specify the yoga principles and the actual asana, the postures to the individual. Right. Um, but the, my real passion, um, women's health, the, the sexual health side of things um, really uh, lit up in 2017. And that's when I did my first bikini competition. And with that, I ended up losing my period for seven months. So a loss of your period for three months or longer is called amenorrhea. And uh, probably five months in, I went for my regular checkup. I had already done my show, went to my gyno. And the only thing that was going to be offered to me was hormonal therapy. And I was like, hell no, I'm not taking, like, I don't want to go back on birth control. Um, I could go on a whole other rabbit hole. But there's a lot of things about birth control that our doctors don't tell us that actually impact our bodies, unfortunately, negatively. Mm-hmm. So I was like, at this point, I'm a yoga therapist. I'm a health coach. Kim, you need to practice what you preach. So I actually ended up healing myself. Um, through food, something very important for women, we need 50 grams of fat, uh, a minimum, depending on our size, uh, for our, um, our hormones, our reproductive hormones, right? And um, I cut back on my exercise, I was done my show, I didn't have to train as much, obviously increase the calories as well. But the big thing for me, actually, with the loss of my period was stress. I just had too much on my plate. I was training for a show, which between training and meal prep is about 25 to 30 hours a week. I was working full-time as an occupational therapist. I was doing contract work as an occupational therapist. I was teaching yoga. I was studying yoga. That's a lot of stuff going on, right? So that is really what was the push for me to lose my period. And then the strict dieting and a lot of exercise at the end of my prep is what I say was the icing on the cake. So this is why I became so passionate about women's health and sexual health, right? Um, And as I was going through my journey, being in healthcare, I was very vocal about what I was going through. And I realized so many women are going through their own journeys of whether it's painful sex, missing periods, fertility issues, horrible menstrual cramps, headaches. There's so many things. And all, all the time I kept hearing is I feel so alone. 
I'm not, I, I like, I, I'm not getting the help. Right. And this is when I became super passionate about. So a lot of times, especially when I say this to men, I'm like, I'm a woman's sexual health coach. All I hear is sex. They just think sex. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what I say is my elevator pitch is, um, I help women connect to their bodies, connect to their feminine energy and sexuality, and also align their hormone health. Um, So that's where the sexual reproductive hormones come in, right? So that we could be badasses in all areas of our life. Um, I really, truly believe that we can. And after I got my period back, I competed four more times and did not lose my period. And I just had to make changes to my lifestyle. Um, One was cutting out teaching yoga while I was prepping for a show. Um, I made sure I got extra rest. So I I know my body... Um, didn't react well to being in the high stress, all these things on my plate. So I took things away while I was focusing on my goal. So that's where it beca- you get to become very mindful of what is very important in your life mm. um, so that you could, you know, put a little bit more in one area, take a little out in another area. And that's how you could be a badass, a badass woman in all areas <laughs> of your life. Wow. So that's kind of my, my story of how I got to where I am right now. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that. I didn't know your history. I, I'm so happy we connected. I had uh, bulimia for 12 years. So my hormones and my period were also all over the place. And thankfully, I'm in a place now where that has balanced out. But can I would love for you to talk more about hormones. And I know you mentioned birth control. What are some misconceptions and misunderstandings that the common person has around hormones and menstruation? So I think the like a huge one is that PMS is normal, that menstrual cramps are normal, right? Mm. It is common. It is common. I'm sure probably, I can't remember what the actual number is, but it's high. It's close to like 70% of women have some form of PMS, Mm. but it's common, but it's not normal. Mm -hmm. If you are getting these horrible... Um, menstrual cramps, bleeding, um, acne, headaches, that is your body talking to you. Something is off. And it could be from a nutrition standpoint, um, exercise, like I said, but there is like a deeper layer. And I like to use this as a great example. If you get extremely moody around your period and you're feeling anxious, you some women get depression, um, you're screaming at your partner or you want to like rip off your coworker's head or something, right? If this is happening every month, where are you not fully expressing yourself? Because there's there's a deeper layer to it, sure. right? So there could be that hormonal imbalance, but then there's the energetics as well. So um, that is like something that I like to say, and we get to look at all aspects. And I just, I don't know if you're aware of this, Lauren, but I just released a journal. It's called the Womb Wisdom Journal, and it's for women to connect to their, to their cycle, which is every day of the year, right? It's not just on our bleed. And as we move through our cycles, our hormone shift and our energy shift. And with the energies, we could be more productive, more creative, more sexual. You know, there's mm-hmm. different things that are happening. We could be more connected to spirit, to our to our bodies, to our wombs. Um, so this journal is to help women connect to that, but it's also to connect with our bodies, right? So um, it's if you notice these patterns every single month, this PMS coming up, I, I encourage you women, I challenge you just to really take a moment and sit with yourself and think, why is this really happening? every single month. Um, 
So that's what I'll say with that. Also, I know you brought up the birth control thing that we could have a whole conversation on that. Um, I'm pro-choice for anything, sure. anything. Um, but I truly believe in being properly um, educated on it. So um, I've been there more than once. The doctor's just like, actually, I went to my gyno yesterday. They're like, are you in birth control? You know, I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, like it's just given to us like it's candy. Yeah. I, t I talked to, I had a new client the other day was saying that she could just order it online now. You yeah. don't even have to go to the doctor mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah. just pick it up. But there's things that we get to, that aren't talked about. Um, birth control could, it greatly impacts our gut health. Our serotonin, which is our feel-good hormone, 95% of it is produced in our gut. So if our gut health is being impacted and our nutrients aren't being absorbed, that could be why we have, they say 25% of women that are on birth control are either on anti-anxiety uh, medication and or antidepressants, yeah. right? So these are the things. Um, women, uh, all of a sudden, you have no sex drive. Well, birth control decreases our testosterone and also decreases our estrogen. These are our sexy, feel-good hormones. Um during ovulation, why do you think many, not all, but most women, you're going to feel more sexual. You're going to have that sex drive around that time. It's because our hormones go up. But if you're on birth control, that doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. So if you notice there's a shift in your sex drive, um, even just with your mood. Uh, and I've even had women that look at their partners differently. They're not as mm -hmm. attractive to oh. them. So these are all little things that don't get talked about. Um, but I, but I think that are like common things that could potentially happen when you're on birth control. So this is stuff that I think women, and we get to have these conversations, um, get to be educated about and then have a good informed decision of whether they want to be on birth control or not. And then that's your choice. Of course. Yeah. It's not about choosing if you want to be on or don't, it's about having the knowledge and the information that is so often held back from us. And I'm so happy you brought that up because I, I was aware there was a research study done that when women were on birth control versus when they were off birth control, they had different partner preferences. And I thought that was so interesting and it accounted, yeah. it was a longitudinal study. So some women that were on birth control for one year, two years, seven years, 10 years, when they got off it, they broke up with their partners, which is really interesting. I, I found that super fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause it, it just like, it, it messes with our energies, our hormones, obviously. And, and so, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it could change the way you feel connected, uh, connected to your partner and more importantly, how connected you are to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Because you're you're missing these beautiful ebbs and flows that we naturally get every mm -hmm. single month. Like after losing my period, I have learned to absolutely love it. Like every month when I get my bleed, I like celebrate it. I do a happy dance. Some of your listeners might be like, this woman's a little out there. But like <laughs> we love our menstrual one. blood is very powerful. And I even give my plants it. Because oh, it, it ha it's like natural fertilizer for, for plants. Um, oh it's, it's like stem cell, right? Um, I so I give it to my plants. That's and super cool. And I'll tell you, my money tree is growing great. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is so neat. I've never – that makes so much sense. It's like a life force, you know, energetically speaking. Mm -hmm. Can you speak more about the energetics of what happens when 
we lose our period, whether it's through uh, birth control, taking the one week off, that's not a real bleed, you know, Um, Uh can you speak more energetically about what happens when that stagnation builds up? Yeah. So uh, first of all, I address like the birth control part of it and how I like to say it and um, is like, we have, like I said, these natural ebbs and flows, right? So it goes up and down. But if, when you're on birth control, it's basically, you know, think of a heart rate monitor, right? How the lines are going up and down when you're, and if a person dies, it gets flatlined, right? Mm -hmm. That's kind of what happens to our hormones. We no longer Mm -hmm. have the beautiful ebbs and flows of estrogen going up and down, and then the progesterone going up. Um, Our hormones get flatlined. So that's where there is that stagnation and we don't get this beautiful flow and energy. So just to give a quick breakdown of kind of how, you know, our energies will shift is, and also I'll say this too. So if you're missing a period, it's because you're not ovulating. There's a delay in your ovulation, right? So that egg isn't, you know, coming being dropped. The egg, our, our ovulation is when our estrogen and our testosterone are at its highest, right? So if that part is missing, then there too, you're missing that beautiful energetic part of, of your cycle. So what's happening? So first day of our bleed is day one of our cycle. That's when you could start counting your cycle, you know, up to days 28, 30, 31 type thing, right? Maybe some people are shorter, you know, 26, 27 is okay as well. So first day of your bleed is considered day one. And that's when your hormones are at its lowest. So if you notice that you're feeling tired, that, you know, you don't want to go to the gym, that that's normal. Okay. To be like that for a couple days. And actually what I say is to honor that. Um, you know, we are not men. Um, and we are not linear. So give yourself the space just to have time alone. You, you may not feel super social and you just want to be alone. And that's actually when we're most connected to our bodies and spirit. So as we're bleeding, and that, that's a beautiful thing about our um, cycles, we literally are doing a physical detox as we bleed, but we also get to do an energetic detox. What do you want to release? as we start our next cycle. So what isn't serving you in your life anymore or at this time, right? So what do you want to release with your cycle? So you could do a meditation, you could, you know, do some journaling. Um, And then, you know, as we start getting to days four, five, you may notice, okay, I'm coming out of my winter. I'm starting to get more energy. I want to be more social. So your estrogen and your testosterone are going up. And with that, you may notice that you're getting like these downloads. Like if you're working and stuff, oh, I'm getting very creative. So this is the time when, you know, it's good to do all that creative work. Um, And then even as we're reaching up to ovulation, which is around, I'll say anywhere between days 14 to 16, but it could vary with some women, right? Um, Especially if you are having imbalances in your hormones, right? So as we go from day four to 14, the estrogen testosterone is going up. This is when we are more in our masculine energy. We're thinking more logically. Um, This is when we can pull off longer shifts at work. This is when it's great to do presentations, um, workshops, uh, you know, pitch that business deal because we're more outward. We're more outward and we're not thinking like in our emotional side, we're in our masculine energy that do, 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 right? It's also a good time to try something new. So if there's any moms on your audience, right, um, 
little one, it's a good time that week to start potty training or start a new routine with the kids. And I know routines with, I'm not a mom, but I have nephews. I know, you know, new things with kids just don't, aren't a one, a one week process, but that could be the week to start it. When you have more patience, you have more patience at that time. And it's also a good time to have those tough conversations or ask that hot girl or guy on a date, right? We're more sexy. We have more confidence. So then we ovulate and then the estrogen and the testosterone are going to begin to drop. Progesterone is going to go up. And then we hit our more feminine energy. So the first part of our luteal phase, we still will have like, you know, that's, that's like days 19, 20, 21, maybe we're still kind of in our higher energy. But then as we're getting, you know, towards days 23, 24, um, that's when we start getting a little bit more into our fall season, you know, and we kind of come back to our bodies and we may notice the energy is getting a little slower. Um, and that's what we get to, we get to honor that. And this is when we are, I know there's like, there could be a lot of negativity to that time because this is where we can be more emotional. The anxiety could come up. We're more critical of ourselves, but there's beauty to it. Um, this is where the bullshit detectors at that time. So this is a great time just to do audits in your life. If you're writing a book, you know, you do your edits at work, your finances. So these, this is a time where we're just like more intuitive, more connected, and also we're more in our feminine energy. So this is kind of how the energies fluctuate. So if you're on birth control, you may not get all this shift in the energy. If your hormones are off, you may not get all this shift in the energy. And a lot of times, especially around... PMS and stuff, not in all cases, but um, even with endometriosis and, you know, that those type of things, um, high estrogen is usually a factor in it. So that's what, when you're going to get the uh, more headaches, breast tenderness, um, bloating. And so with that stress comes in, but like toxicities, so looking at um, our beauty products, especially as women, like we put so much stuff on our skin from nail or on our bodies from nail polish to lotions to um, the tampons or pads that we're using, hair products, makeup. There's so many things we don't think about that could be actually impacting our hormones. Mm, yeah, that's so true. Can you recommend what type of feminine hygiene products that you particularly enjoy using? Um, so for like, so there's the diva cups, right? Um, better for the environment too. Uh, I haven't tried the usable underwear yet. Uh, the period underwear. I know there's a few of them. I haven't tried them yet just because I'm going to be honest. I'm half the time. I don't even wear underwear. Yeah. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I'm just like, I don't want to like have like this extra pad thing going on. Right. Um, but I look for, uh, like seventh generation, uh, mm -hmm. is one that I use. Uh, so anything that doesn't have like bleach or, um, any type of chemicals that I, I look for. I also look for ones that uh, there is another one. I can't think of it off the top of my head that use, um, plant-based applicators now Ooh. that you could find or the cardboard ones. So they're recyclable. So, so those are just things that I look for. Um, nothing against Tampax or plate Playtex. I can't even remember what it's called now. I think so. Playtex, right? <laughs> Playtex. Um, but I think they're changing. They do have like the organic ones, yeah. but just to think if you're eating organic foods, and then just putting in a regular tampon into your body, your body is absorbing all those chemicals, especially if they're bleaching them. 
I know. And so many of us didn't even, I don't think I learned this until five years ago. I saw Lola or something on Instagram and they were talking about organic cotton and not utilizing uh, synthetic you know, fragrances in your tampons. And we didn't know this in early 2000s, right? Like who was thinking of this? We, we focus on our, our physical fitness and organic food and things like that, but we're quite literally inserting this product into our vaginas that it is absorbing it. So it is so important. I'm, I'm happy you mentioned the diva cup because I've never used it, but I've always wanted to use it. Cause it's, you know, from a beginner's perspective, you're like, Oh, I'll just put in a tampon. It's so much easier. So it's a little intimidating for me personally, but I do love the period panties. I don't <laughs> wear underwear that much like yourself. Um, but I do wear it when I'm on my period and I really enjoy it. I feel like it's super easy. Of course it's, you know, it doesn't smell the best, but that's why you change it just like a pad. And I really love it. And I I feel it's more healthy for my body. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's what it comes down to too. Like we have options, but it's also like what you're comfortable with with right yeah especially during that time like we are a little bit more sensitive Mm -hmm. um so it's just really honoring your body and what is comfortable for you yeah everyone's so different and i'm also super glad you mentioned the luteal phase and everything like that the the cycle because as as women as people with vulvas our doctors don't typically explain that to us unfortunately and i don't remember learning about that until i was trying to get off birth control and utilize like a natural fertility and i'm happy you mentioned that because like i said sadly so many of us don't understand how our own cycles and ovulation work and it's such a disservice yeah it's so true and you know i was there probably four years ago as well Um, But it wasn't until I had lost my period and I was just like, I became so passionate about it. And as I mentioned at the beginning, so I've been practicing as an occupational therapist now for like 11 years. And my undergrad actually is phys ed and sports performance. So I used to be a personal trainer. So I have been fascinated with the body and been studying the body, I don't know, since I was like 18. I'm going to be 37 next month in a couple weeks, right? Um, So I just... um, when it came specifically to, to like the women's hormone stuff, like it, it just came super naturally to me. And I was just like, and I, I nerd out on reading this stuff all the time. And so that's when I started studying it more and why I like, like I created this, this journal. Um, I did a workshop, I don't know, at the beginning of this year and journaling came up because we were talking about feminine energy. So writing is a great way to tap into your feminine energy, right? That's our creative side. And the actual form of writing and journaling is you are creating your spells, right? Spelling, creating your spells. Um, And after the workshop, I got feedback. And one of the things was, I know I'm very consistent with my period, like, you know, day 28, but I didn't realize how disconnected I was from my body, like, and the energies that we've been talking about, like throughout the rest of the cycle. Mm -hmm. And so I did mushrooms for the first time. I did a mushroom ceremony in July. And that was one of the messages I got in the ceremony was to create this journal. That's amazing. I love that. That sounds so fun. I have yet to do mushrooms, but it's on my bucket list for sure. I want to talk about your journal though. What does womb wisdom mean to you? 
So womb wisdom to me is connecting to your womb, right? Just connecting to her. And one of the questions actually in my journal that I have is for you to ask yourself, and I say, just put your hands right on your womb or put your hands right on your pussy because there's a lot of power in your pussy and be like, what do I need today? And with you, when you sit with her and you're quiet, it's going to come up. It could be a voice you hear. It could be something you feel in your body. It could be a sensation. But you will get a message, right? And it could be like, I need just some loving today. I need some certain food today. I need to move today, whatever it may be. So it's just really connecting to your body, connecting to your womb, and listening, listening to the wisdom that she has, right? Because there is so much power, like, you know, I, you hear it like pussy power, right? Think us women, we could create humans. Humans come out of us. <laughs> and with that same energy and that power, we could create whatever we want in our life, whether it's a business, whether it's a house, some travels, that perfect king or queen that you're calling into your life, whatever it may be, um, better health. Um, we have the power to do that. So it's just really, uh, just connecting. And I'll use this as a quick example. It happened to me today. So I also do um, another plant medicine It's called Hape. And so I was, you know, doing that this morning. Actually, I have my journal right here. So I do that. And then with that, I actually practice what I preach and I use my journal. And I got this vision of me being in this new um, apartment and I'm working at my desk and I'm having a call with a female client and, you know, in my new place in Fort Lauderdale, right? Like I'm seeing the visions. It was like so real, feeling it in my body, literally come out of my meditation, get a phone call from a leasing manager in Fort Lauderdale of a brand new apartment that isn't even completely finished yet. And there's like a new move in offer and they're going to have events there. And we were talking about me potentially like hosting events and all this stuff. And I was just like, whoa, <laughs> like I just saw this in my, you know, so this is what I mean by the wisdom is just like listening. Right. Mm -hmm. I know I said I got and it actually I know I took a, I did a mushroom ceremony, but I got the message to do this journal. And I'm not saying you have to do plant medicines or something like that to get these. But that same type of energy and just listening. Um, is going to give you that wisdom. And it even comes back to what I was talking about in the luteal phase. If you're getting PMS, horrible PMS every month, right? Listening to your body, like what's really coming up for you and being okay with getting uncomfortable. Um, you know, th this could be a whole other conversation, but like you may hear the term like the dark feminine, right? Or just mm -hmm. like yep. inner child healing or, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it's just taking that time of just listening to what's coming up and and addressing it. And sometimes it can be uncomfortable and you may need support. And I encourage you to go and get support in whichever form it may be. Um, I've had coaches. I've had a therapist myself. Um, uh, I have been sexually assaulted as a child. I'm very vocal about it. You've maybe heard it, seen me talk about it on my social media. And so I've had my team and I've gone to those dark places, but with that, I've gotten so much power from it. And that's, and I've connected to my womb so much more. So it's just, um, listening to these things and, and just, like I say, really seeing what's coming up. Hmm. Wow. That was so powerful. Thank you for sharing, Kim. I'm a sexual trauma You're survivor very myself. So, so much love for you and your strength and your bravery. And also I agree. I think 
we are so powerful as women, right? And society tries to dim us because we are so powerful. And I think that pussy power is such a real thing in the way that you magically manifested your vision, like quite like that. It just goes to show that once we tap into our intuition and that wisdom, we can take our lives and our power back to the next level. So it's just amazing. Yeah, hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like our society is a little bit more on the patriarchal side, and that is why it is because men know, in general, <laughs> like on a society, you know, on a on a on a global level, that if us women really, can, all of us are so connected to our feminine en- our energy, to our to our pussy power, we will take over the world. <laughs> mm. Preach, sister. Yes. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I feel like this conversation could go into so many different directions. So I'll for sure have to have you back on because I want to talk oh, about I would love to. I could talk about all everything. this stuff all day. I love it. I, I geek out on this stuff so much. It makes me so excited. Um, but I want to wrap up here. I know you mentioned pain during sex. Can you talk mm-hmm. to our vulva owners and female audience about if they are not having pleasurable sex, if they are not experiencing orgasm, which isn't necessarily the goal of sex, but they're more rather having pain and sex is dreadful. Can you talk about ways to kind of amplify that pleasure and what to look at when examining that? Yeah, that's a great question. So first, I just want to remind all the vulva owners out there, um, the pleasure is a birthright, Mm -hmm. whether it is in a sexual form or not. Um, I know a lot of times when we think of pleasure, we think of just sex, but there's so many things we could get pleasure in our life. It could be something like beauty, flowers, nature, art, actually, you know, Um, something as simple as a massage or someone Mm -hmm. just holding your hand. You could get pleasure from that dancing, looking, admiring yourself, right? So just knowing that and being open to receiving. Um, I feel, uh, for, from, for many different levels, whether it's a cultural thing, um, a trauma from the past, uh, myself included and women I work with women generally are in many cases have a hard time receiving. So it's just being open to receiving and reminding yourself that you are a queen and you get to, you are deserving to be treated like a queen. Right. And knowing what makes you happy and what is pleasurable to you. So I think starting by yourself and doing a pleasure practice, and you don't have to go right to say masturbation, um, but it could start with just something as simple as something as simple as touching your arm and knowing what pressure you like, um, what materials you like, those type of things. So just starting and exploring your body. Uh, so I'll use myself as an example. Again, I like to be the right side of my neck is very sensitive, not the left side, but the right. So if someone touches the right side of my neck or a man kisses the right side, I am lit up right away. <laughs> so just these simple things and taking it out of a sexual context. If you go for a massage, right, what type of what type of pressure do you like? Right. So just starting with that and then you can move to more of a sexual context and just exploring your, your, your vulva, your vagina, and just seeing like what feels good to you, grab a hand mirror. And a lot of women have not even looked at their vulva, right? So just look at her and be like, thank you. I love you. Like you're beautiful. And just give her some love, right? And just remind her 
that she is safe, that you are safe, right? So that is, especially if you're just feeling like um, there is that pain and there's that tension when you're going into sex, right? And then communication is a huge thing. So it comes back to receiving, um, but communicating what you want with your partner um, and just remembering that you get to experience this pleasure, right? Staying out of your head, breath is extremely important as well. Just breathing, um, even the fact of, <laughs> I, I was having this, I'm laughing because I was having this conversation with somebody, I can't remember who, but like, if you watch porno, like the women are like screaming and they're like, but if you're in that state, there's a good chance you're holding your breath, right? And you could be at that almost climax about to have an orgasm and then you like hold your breath and then it's like, oh my God, it's gone, mm -hmm. right? So staying with your breath. So actually with the uh, women I work with, I, I've actually, I've done Tantra training as well. Um, so I do teach something called cosmic breathing and it's like this inhale from the front side, you feel the energy coming up the front side, exhale, you feel it coming down your back and it's like you're in a, in a circle, it's looping. And so to actually do that during sex is very powerful. Mm. And your partner will may even feel that energy that's like being yeah. wrapped up around you. Mm. Um, so th those are just like some, some things that I would, I would really suggest. And then like, there could be like the hormonal imbalance. If your testosterone is like, if you, low, if your estrogen is low, you could be experiencing um, vulva and or vaginal dryness. Mm. And that could impact your, um, your sex life and use lube. Don't be afraid to use lube. Um, it's great. Uh, I love coconut oil, but the thing is you can't use coconut oil if you're using condoms. Condoms will um, break down with the coconut oil, but it, you know, if you're in a long-term relationship and you're not using condoms, coconut oil is amazing. Mm -hmm. um, so those are definitely some things I could, I could recommend for, uh, to help with the painful sex and beautifully said, beautifully said. I love coconut oil for everything. Literally. I know. From head to toe. Like <laughs> it is a miracle. And I'm so happy you mentioned the, the breath. Um, I think sex is a, a sacred energetic exchange. I've heard it. A Tantra teacher say that. And mm -hmm. your partner can, can feel that, that deep breathing and that eye gazing. And it makes for such a more beautiful connected experience. And you mentioned so many important things, communication and feeling worthy of receiving pleasure. I think for females is huge because we're so, we look outwards, what can we do for other people? Where can we give? And then we forget that we are worthy of that pleasure ourselves. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So ask and you shall receive. Yes. Oh, super cool. I love that. My last question here for you, Kim, is you are a sexual health coach. So what does the mm -hmm. ultimate ideal sexual health look like for you? Mm, let me think on that. Yeah. Um, for me, and I, I guess it kind of comes back to a little bit of what my elevator pitch is, right? Um, but sexual health for me is truly loving yourself. And I've had to go on a, you know, bit of a self-love journey yourself, myself, mm -hmm. and just fully loving yourself, knowing your worth and that you deserve pleasure, mm -hmm. right? With that also comes being in a healthy state in all aspects of your life. So mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, so that, you know, your hormones are in alignment and um, your sexual energy is in alignment. 
um, your mental health. And so that's what I would say. It's, it's, it's all encompassing, right? We can't just be like, oh, it's having great sex mm-hmm. or that your hormones are in balance. So that, that's what I say sexual health is. And I just adding into that. So my business name is called, is Amala living and mm-hmm. Amala in Sanskrit means pure. So pure living. And I, so I say, you know, pure living physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, just bringing it all in. I love that. They're all connected. Yes, they are. Awesome. So can you talk a little bit about the program though? I think you mentioned you have a workshop coming up next week. Yes. Yes, I do. So, um, it's connected actually a little bit to my journal, uh, that I just released. And so it's syncing your cycle. Uh, to optimize, um, sinking your cycle, optimizing your period to maximize your productivity and health. So I am going to go a little bit deeper than what I spoke today into the different energies of each cycle. I know I kind of gave a quick rundown of what it is, but I'm going to go deeper into these different energies and how you could apply it into your life. And then also with that, I will also speak into um, nutrition and foods. I'm not going to go in like big detail because that could be like a big, big conversation, but I'm going to, you know, talk about just foods and also your exercise that kind of goes with, with your cycle. So, you know, as I've kind of been talking about in this um, conversation here today, like when you tap into that stuff, um, into our energies and, you know, eating some of the right foods and stuff, you're going to notice such a change, such a change. It's like such a game changer. Mm. Um, So that is what uh, the, workshop or masterclass is going to be on it's for women only um and it will be a safe space um so if you have any questions you know specific to something you're experiencing whether it is specifically sexually because our sex drive and our libido is impacted by our hormones or if it's just something you're experiencing you know um if you have fibroids or you have a missing period or you're trying to get pregnant and um you know you may be feeling a little vulnerable to talk about this stuff it will be a safe space Um, I love that you have that such important information that you're sharing. So that's, that's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. So I will, I'll give you the link and, um, yeah. So if you have any questions to the listeners, please reach out. I'll also, um, give you my email and my Instagram and I'm always open for questions and to, to support women and, uh, other Volvo owners out there. So that is my mission. Wonderful. You're doing such great work, Kim. Can you tell people where they can find you if they want to check you out, uh, your website, your social, and I'll link those on the show notes. Of course. Yeah. Um, so my Instagram, that's where I'm most active is just my name, Kim Billick. And then my website is amala-living.com. So you could get uh, in touch with me there. I do have my email address connected there. Um, and then I also do have a podcast myself, and it is called Power and Pleasure, All Things Women's Health Uncensored. So I say <laughs> it is raw and juicy. We talk about all, all these types of conversations, right, that aren't just your everyday conversation. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I love I love having these conversations. I think we we get to have more of them, right? Mm. Um, and then there won't be shame and there won't be judgment and feeling uncomfortable and we're just going to feel more empowered. A hundred percent. I've listened to a couple of your podcast episodes and I can't wait to listen to more. So I'm so grateful that you're offering this to the world and I am so thankful you came on today, Kim. It was such a pleasure speaking with you. 
You are so welcome. And um, I'm honored that you had me on your podcast. I think this is absolutely great. And uh, just love that, you know, you, you are having these conversations with other people as well. And, and also, you know, sharing this type of information. So thank you again, Lauren, for having me here today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you are enjoying the Sex Positive Podcast and your support does mean the world to me. If you are enjoying the show, please feel free to reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. You can follow me at Sex Positive Podcast or Lauren M. Coletti on Instagram, as well as share this podcast with a friend. It would mean everything to me. Thanks for listening.